It is 12 o'clock, which means it is officially the lunch hour of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, and the lunch hour of UCSS, as always, is sponsored by Colleague Racing, the official NASCAR team of Northeast Ohio. And joining us now, making his UCSS debut, is Pete Prisco, NFL Insider. Hey, Pete. How are you doing today, Pete? What's up, guys? How are you? Good, Pete. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. By the way, real quick. Olive Garden for Italian? What are we doing? Come on. <laughs> he's, not, he's not real Italian. Hey, hey, listen, listen. No. It's unlimited breadsticks, Pete. No, no, no. I, they got the salad, but no, you man. put the cheese on no. the top. No. He doesn't know. Excuse him. He doesn't know. He does not know. I, you know what? That's a bad job out of me because I missed that, Pete. Yeah, I, you, let, you let us slide. I, I missed it. I didn't even Come on, man. It didn't even click in my head that you said Olive Garden. That's a terrible hey, job listen, out of you. If, yeah, listen, you get some breadsticks in there and stop. Man, that's that, not even real Italian that's a, food. That's what Peter Sun Devil, because I see the Sun Devil helmet behind him right there. Right. <laughs> that's yeah. right. That's They're right. Playing football over there. Yeah, we can't. We can't go to Olive Garden. No, we gotta no, get they aren't. Right. I don't know. We, you know, what are you gonna do? <laughs> it's not. You know, what, what's your what, what's your Pete? Where do you live? I don't even know where you where you live. Do you live in New York? Fort Lauderdale. Oh, Fort no, Lauderdale. Lauderdale. I mean, is there any good Italian? But there was a lot of New Yorkers here, so there's a lot of it. Yeah, there's a lot of New Yorkers here, so there's a lot of good Italian food. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Fair enough. I always think of Florida as not having great food, but uh, I guess I'm wrong about that. No. All right. No. Things, it's good. wrong. Things have changed over the years. <laughs> Pete, let, obviously, want to get to some Brown stuff, but let's start with Lamar Jackson. There seems to be speculation now that Odell Beckham Jr., who somehow got 15 million guaranteed, which is insane to me. Uh, means that Lamar is going to come back. I don't see that connection. Are you buying this? Well, where's Lamar going? I mean, that's that's the problem. Oh, that's and fair. Keeps that's talking fair. About and he said, and he said, oh, I, I want to be traded. <laughs> You're available to all 31 teams right now. The problem is the Deshaun Watson contract, and he wants that contract and above it. Well, the Ravens have offered, from what I heard, to make him the second highest paid and the second most guaranteed money. And he, he's turned him down. Well, nobody else out there is giving it to him. Nobody's lining up to sign him. So what's he going to do? What are his options? Get to know Odell Beckham. Because the reality is you're going back to Baltimore and you're not going to sit out the season. He's made $32 million in his entire career. He can make $32 million next year. And what's the point of sitting out? You have to face the same situation the following year. So, so hold True. on. So I didn't, I didn't know this. What you, you said that they offer him the second most Guaranteed dollars. That's what I was told. In the second That's biggest contract. Yeah, I didn't understand. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. He wants the Sean Watson. He wants the Sean Watson's contract, and he's not getting it. That's Pete, an outlier. Pete. The yeah. pro- Pete. The problem to me is this, and I, you know, I, I, I'm a, I'm a former player, right? The, the problem to me is this. He doesn't have a mouthpiece doing the work, leg work for him, right? That's the problem, right? And I get it. You, you try to do it yourself. You want to keep it in the house. Your family, you don't want to pay the fee. I said, there's a purpose here, right? Because I'm a firm believer in the right mouthpiece. This thing would have been done a minute ago, right? Because it would have brought both sides to the table, said, here's a deal that works for everybody. And everybody walks away. All you have now is a lot of animosity here. And I'm trying to see how it's going to get, tell me how it's going to get resolved here. Well, here's the other thing about that. And I've actually talked to people in the Ravens building about it. When you sit across from your quarterback and negotiate with him, you have to bring in his negatives. He hadn't finished the season the last two years. And when you do that, you know, it's hard to do. Anybody who's negotiated a deal for themselves, even in the workforce, you don't want to hear how bad you've done. You want to hear I'm good, right? And so I think that's tough. And here's the other side of it. If they gave him too much money, then everybody says, oh, they were soft on him because he's their quarterback and he's a guy they love. If they don't give him enough money, then they took advantage of him because he didn't have an agent. It's a, it, You can't win in that scenario. So I think what the Ravens did, they put it out there. We, they tagged him, non-exclusive tag. And they said if somebody's willing to give him that guaranteed contract, the fully guaranteed deal like the Browns did for Deshaun Watson, then we can come back and we could match it if we wanted to and say, hey, we didn't do it. We just matched the deal. I think we've already seen that the Watson contract – and and we're happy if it screws up the Ravens to, to, to you know the, the the Watson contract. We'll see if it if it's going to screw up the Browns. Obviously, last year was a disaster because he was suspended and he did, and he played like crap. If he continues to play like crap, it's a t- total disaster for the Browns. Uh, I, my assumption is that he'll play a lot better. That he'll be closer to the guy in Houston. But until we see it, who knows? But um, I, I think what'll be interesting is uh, you know if they get done this off season. 
the Joe Burrow contract, the Justin Herbert contract. Because if those guys, especially Burrow, who nobody can argue to be ahead of him except for Mahomes, if Burrow doesn't get everything guaranteed, then really nobody else has a case besides Mahomes going forward. And can you? I can't see any scenario where the Bengals or the Chargers give out fully guaranteed deals. No, I just don't see it. I don't see it. Either. They don't have that kind of cash flow. They don't have the same kind of cash flow. That's a problem. Uh, the Bengals, you know, traditionally people have said they're thrifty. I, I, look, I think the Bengals have done a great job, so I don't necessarily agree with that. But the Chargers are a second tenant in the building. I mean, th- th- there's no way those two teams are giving out fully guaranteed contracts. <laughs> well, they said, really are. Yeah, they are. That's why I found it funny. The second t- they're like the Clippers. Yeah. <laughs> or the Lakers now. I can't are. pick up yeah, yeah. who's and, the and, second tenant. And don't get me wrong. I love the quarterbacks. I love – I love both those guys, and I would I I'd make them give them as high a contract as you possibly can go. But the fully guaranteed deal isn't happening for them. By the way, one more thing about Lamar Jackson: if you took this on the surface, you said, "Hey, here's a guy who hasn't finished the last two seasons. He has, you know, his play hasn't improved from when he won an MVP." You can take it, look at it from that standpoint. They haven't helped him at all. By the way, the Ravens giving him weapons and helping him around that offense. But you know what? They got a good offensive coordinator now in Todd Monken who think is going to help him become a better passer because he's more than capable of doing it. They haven't helped him. No, it's true. Pete, I want to talk a little bit about the draft. Is there a chance that um, there's a run on quarterbacks? I've seen uh, Anthony Richardson. Will Levis is now being talked. We already know C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young were at the top of the board. Could you possibly see a run on quarterbacks from what you're hearing with general managers around the league? Yes, uh, I don't think there's any question about that. You will see a run on it. Now, will it, will it go one, two, three, four? That's entirely possible, by the way. And, and for all the people out there killing Will Levis, uh, you know, look, let me let me tell you this. Will Levis bashing reminds me of Josh Allen bashing from a few years ago. Nobody, nobody, or few. I was one of them, actually, so I got that one right. I, I've had plenty of misses, Christian Hackenberg being one of them, but uh, I got the Josh Allen one right. I love Josh Allen. And everybody, if you remember back to that, they killed him. He was inaccurate. If you went back and watched the tape, he was throwing to bouncers and bartenders. They were passes were <laughs> dorking off their faces. It was terrible. And when you look at this guy, here's what Will Levis played with last year, okay? First-year offensive coordinator who has since been fired because the offense was so bad. Offensive line wasn't good. Wide receivers, no real weapons. Remember the year before, he had Wondell Robinson. Then the running back is not a fast guy. He's a good player. And he was shot up twice uh, in both his shoulder and his foot during the season. And you ask him to go ahead and make a play. Now compare that to C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud played with four wide receivers the last two years or first-round picks. Four of them. He played his left tackle is going to be a first-rounder. His center is going to be a second-rounder. His right tackle is going to be a second-rounder. And the running back next year will be a second-round pick, bare minimum. You, now you can compare the two of them. And, and at one point, by the way, in 2021, Will Levis had Kentucky in the top 10. Kentucky. Think about that. So I think the Will Levis bashing is out of control. I do think they're going to go – there's a real possibility to go one, two, three, four. Were you surprised that, uh, that Carolina traded up to the top spot? Because uh, I was. So you were, obviously. Yeah, I'm not surprised they did it because when you don't have one, you're desperate. They have an yeah. owner that has a lot of money and he's desperate to get a quarterback. So yeah. I'm not surprised they did it. I just think this is a bad year to do it. Yeah. And look, Bryce Young is a phenomenal talent. He's a phenomenal passer, makes all the throws. Doesn't have a great arm, has a good arm, but stands in there, can move when he has to and make throws, keeps his head up. He's fantastic. But he's 190 pounds. Yeah. You know, you forget about the height. You know, everybody talks, oh, the height. Look at it. He's 190 pounds. I don't care what he weighed at the combine. I, there were reports that he played at about 175 pounds, 170 to 75 pounds at, at Alabama at times. That's a small guy. Yeah. And you guys, you know, you play in the league. That, that's tough to hold up at that weight, playing that position. So that's my concern with him. Stroud, you know, Stroud, again, he played with so much, so much talent around him. It's a hard evaluation. And then you look at Richardson. There is so much to love about that kid's game, and there is so much to hate about his game. He's maddening. There's a play against LSU where he goes back into the pocket, clean as can be, clean as can be. And there's a guy coming open on his right-hand side, doesn't see him. What does he do? He leaves the clean pocket and runs for an 80-plus-yard touchdown. So how do you grade that? In the context of the offense, how do you grade that? So I think 
It's a tough – all these guys, Hendon <laughs> Hooker, he's 25 or 26, coming off an ACL. All these guys have issues. I'll give you a sleeper quarterback down the road. The kid from UCLA, he's the guy. When you look at him, he's got some – he can move. He's got good arm. You know, people talk about Richardson's arm at the combine. The fastest that anybody was timed throwing a football at miles per hour was the kid from UCLA. Wow. And he threw it 62. He tied Josh Allen. Yeah, I mean, that tells you that he's got some tools, and I think he's a pro- yeah, project, but so is Richardson. And yet yeah. you look at him, he's not as big as Richardson, but they're both projects. Where do you think he's going to go? What round, what round do you think? I've heard good things about him. He's, you know, third or fourth. He's moving up the boards. Interesting. I mean, there, there's where you get th- – this quarterback class is not great. Next yeah. year's quarterback class, Drake May, Caleb Williams. I mean, he's got two guys that you think are blue chippers. Um, you know, that could change as we go throughout the season. So I, I just don't love this quarterback class. How many, again, how many quarterbacks around this league are half or are, are win with guys and not win because of guys? There's a lot of them. How many yep. win because of guys are there? You can name them on your hand. Six or seven. I mean, there's probably six of them. Yep. Right. Is Jalen Hurts a win because of? He's getting there. The offense helps him. Is Lamar? He was, but is he? can he be now in a conventional offense? Trevor Lawrence is getting there. I think he will be. You know, did 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 the did the Browns pay all that money for a win because of guy or a win with guy? That's the question of Cleveland, and, that, and I, that's where I we want to go. I think it's because of, but we we got to see it. We haven't I, seen it here. I, you know, Peter, I, I'd say we we need four thousand yards and thirty plus touchdowns from Deshaun Watson. Can you give it to us? Because that, that's where we need to be at. That's a big number. Well, I was on the radio with you, Bull. Remember, and you argued yes. with me yes. about him. And and I was the one guy out there that said slow the roll on him a little bit, and you, you got that. mad at me. Remember? Yes. And 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 now you probably agree based on what you saw last year. And in, in fairness to the kid, he didn't get to play the whole year. But, right. But based on what you saw last year, you would probably agree more with me with the way I talked about him coming into the season. Uh, absolutely. Now I still have faith in him going forward, but I had go to be fair. Yes, to you, it was a good call. I had no doubts about him going into last year. And I thought he'd be rusty when he came back, but I didn't think it would be as bad as it was. And I have a little bit of doubt. I still think it's more likely than not that he gets back to being that quarterback in Houston, but certainly I can't feel 100% confident in that now. No, fair. Yeah, that's got to be a worry for them. It has yes, to be. Absolutely. And, and look, if he does, if he gets the 35 touchdowns and 4,300 yards, they're going to be a deep playoff team. Let's yeah. let's put that yes. out there, okay? But but the question is, is can he get to that? Mm. Mm. He better. <laughs> With all they well for that money, he better. Yeah, he, he, he What did you think of their offseason in general, Pete? What do you think of how they did this offseason? I think they made some really good moves. I, I, I think when you looked at their defense, you know, getting Tomlinson's a, a good move. Uh, Okoronko is a really good. By the way, keep an eye on him. That's a sleeper's free agent signing. I really liked him. His tape last year was good. I think playing, uh, you know, on the other side of uh, a Garrett will really help him. That's a great signing. And, I, and I've always been a big fan of Juan Thornhill. I think he kind of solidifies the back end. So I, I think they've had a good offseason to help that defense. This is going to be a team, when you look at it, and I look through their, their, their you know, position groups and everything, they don't really have a glaring need. I think you, you got some guys you'd like to get. I mean, if you guys are probably uh, would agree, I, they probably could use another wide receiver, I think, don't yeah. you? I think yep. they could use another threat there. I, I, uh, I, you know, I the love linebacker. That. Linebacker. The to linebacker. me, linebacker's the area, yeah. 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 Yeah, those are the two. Yeah. Uh, but I think it, you know can never have enough big guys up front either. But I, I think when you look at it, they, look they got lucky at center last year because you know yes, the kid did. got hurt and then Posick went in and played well. And now yeah. they brought him back. Uh, you know they had injuries on that offensive line. I think the left tackle needs to play better. He wasn't good last year. That's that correct. was a major yep. concern for them as well. Yeah. So I, I still think they have a lot of talent. And in that division, there's a teams with a lot of talent. I think the Bengals are are, are really talented. Uh, what, what are your What are your thoughts about Kevin Stefanski? Um, is he on the hot seat if they do not make the playoffs this year or come close to it? I think history would tell us he's on the hot seat. I think Kevin Stefanski is a good football coach, but uh, you know, again, we we can't really judge him based on what he's had so far at the quarterback position because even last year, like we said, he didn't play, and then when he came in, he was going to be rusty. So this is the judge Kevin Stefanski offense and judge him as a head coach this year. If they're, you know, because we know they're going to run the ball. They can run the ball. They've always been able to run the ball. When they're healthy up front, they're going to push people around. 
uh, in the way they run the football. And, and so I think that'll make it easier on Deshaun Watson. I think in turn, if he has that season we talked about, then Kevin will have a good year and they'll have a playoff year. If, they, if Watson struggles, that's, you know, it's going to be bad for Kevin Stefanski. I mean, let's be real. And, and that was a move made from above. You guys know that. That move was mandated from above. And now you have to see how it plays going forward. Pete, let's wrap it up with the former Browns quarterback, Baker Mayfield in Tampa Bay. I, I, you know, Baker to me, we had a lot. We still have a percentage of our fan base that because Baker won one playoff game thinks he's the, the you know, the next uh, coming of Christ, I think. But uh, <laughs> but I, I think Baker's just a guy. I don't think he's going to make Tampa. He is definitely a win, at best a wins with, not a wins because quarterback at best. Uh, do you think he has success in Tampa or is this his last year as a starter? and he becomes a career backup. Well, he's got to beat out Kyle Trask first, and I That's think true. he will, but he does have to beat him out. And talking to people in Tampa, they were excited about him. And I saw a bunch of them at the at the league meetings, and, and they were excited about him. And one of the things they said, look, you can get to 9, 10, 11 wins with Baker Mayfield. Why would you go out and spend all that money on Derek Carr? And right. I kind of agree. They're all in that lumped into that pool together, the win, you know, the win with guys. And, and so I get it from that standpoint. Here's what Cleveland has to answer. Okay, you have Baker here not making a lot of money, and you have Deshaun Watson up here making a ton of money. Is there that much of a difference in terms of how they play? You would say yes. It wasn't last year, though. Let's be real. No, it wasn't. If, if last. you get, if you don't get, no, if you don't get better, there's not a significant. If he doesn't get much better this year, there's not the way they played in Cleveland. There's not a significant difference. And that's and, fair. But I'm going well, with you. They're win with. They're win with. Yeah, I mean, I, I would actually even say that Baker at his best played better than than Deshaun Watson played last year. However, Deshaun Watson in Houston to me is way better than Baker. If we get that guy, then it's a, then it's huge. If we don't, the Browns are screwed for the next five years, basically. It's it's bad if if he doesn't oh. come back and have those number those season like we talked about. That's bad for the Browns, really to- bad. Total disaster. Pete, thanks for the time, man. We appreciate it. Awesome. All right, guys, take care. Awesome. All right, it's Pete Prisco, CBS Sports. Good to chat with him. I need we got food. Jeremy Levine in the house. We'll talk about the big uh, card collectible show. This weekend that we're going to be a part of, but first let's send it to Mike, and we're going to get some baseball talk. We got to do a little Guardians before we bring on our card show guests, and as always, the 12 o'clock lunch of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show is sponsored by Colleague Gracing, the official NASCAR team of Northeast Ohio. Guys, the Guardians took game one yeah. from the Yankees of their series yesterday. It was close down to the wire. Bieber came through in the clutch after a rocky start. How important was it for the Guardians to pick up a, a win early in the series with Bieber yeah. on the mound? before playing Cole tonight and then game three, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I never want to get carried away about one no. win, guys, this early in the season. So I, I don't want to go that far. But I will say that, like, the beginning of the game, it looked bad. They, what, Torres <coughs> walked, then Judge, uh, I can't even remember exactly what, but I know Stanton Stan got the double, the yeah, right. right? Four batters in, it's 2 nothing Yankees, Rizzo. second and third, nobody out, okay? So not only was it 2 nothing, but it's second and third, nobody out. And then Bieber basically did, gave up nothing the rest of the game. Uh, he gave up. They got out of the first. I think Gliber Torres got a double in the second inning. He wa- one or two more batters reached. But he basically just, yeah. he was like, oh, yeah, I'm great. I forgot for a second. It was a great, because you start off like that against the Yankees, you're thinking you're getting blown out. Yeah. That was a great job by him. And then Karen Cech who had to bail out Miles Straw. Did, did, oh, did you boy. guys see that play? Boy, you, 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 uh, when he misjudged the, the baseball? Well, yeah, in the eighth inning, it was the eighth, right? Yeah, yeah, eighth. eighth inning, two outs, nobody on for the Yankees. And who was it that hit it? I can't remember now. Was it? Oh, I'm drawing a blank now, too. Hold on one second. We'll look it up. I can't think of who hit it. But somebody in the Yankees hits a line drive to center field. It's obviously it's going to It's obvious it's going to drop. Now, if there's a if, if the run's going to score, I don't you know. There's certain circumstances where maybe you want to dive with two out and nobody on. You let that ball drop and you hold the That's guy to it. the single. That's it. I'm sorry. This is my bad. It was not two out, nobody on. It was the leadoff hitter in the inning. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but it was not two that out. That counts as fake hustle. Yeah. If you die for a ball, and he had, it wasn't close. And you didn't have a chance. No. It wasn't close. But and I was wrong about two outs. It was the leadoff batter, and so instead of a leadoff single, it's a one-run game. It ends up being a triple. No. Now. It was Torres. It was no outs. Oh, that's right. It was nobody out. Torres let off the inning, gets a triple. So you're thinking, first of all, Torres got good speed. All you have to do is get a decent fly ball. But Karen Check credit him because he's been not great so far this year. Runner on third, nobody out. 
a one-run lead. He got out of trouble. Classe was great in the ninth, and they took care of business. Boy, I, I listen, I, I don't – I've been trying to you, – y'all. I'm the Duke of Nietzsche. Yeah. <laughs> y'all are. been trying to work with me on being tempered. So it's I give, hard. It's hard. I give them to like Memorial Day. Yeah. I'm Who, Josh them, Bell? No, the whole squad. Well, the squad's playing well. I, I know. The squad's yeah. playing great. Yeah. So, so, but here's what I, I expect. As we just had another, we just had another individual go to the. Yeah, uh, Savali went on the injured list. So, the pitching so, staff, the rotation's a concern right now. Yeah. I'm looking to tread. Early, I'm looking to tread water. If I can be 500, maybe a couple games here or there. Yeah. Four or five games above 500, I'll take it. I'm not gonna kill them for it. They just gonna have to figure out ways to win baseball games every single way, right? Yeah. I mean, right now, Zach Plesac is your number three starter. That's crazy. That's not good. That's crazy. That is not good. I don't. Play, I know he pitched well. Quantrill is number two. Then. Yeah, I'm. Oh. I'm not comfortable with that situation. Now it's temporary. Savali hopefully won't miss that much time. They did trant. Now something I got to clarify for a lot of people don't know this. So yesterday, the Guardians transferred Tristan McKenzie to the 60-day injured list. That doesn't mean 60 days starting yesterday. It means 60 days starting the day he initially went on. The 15 day IL. So, so he didn't have. So, so he, he doesn't have not, to wait 60 days from now. It's another 45. Roughly. Mm. But we knew he was going to miss. But we didn't know for sure he was going to miss two months. <laughs> no, I saw it. I now, saw now it. it's Woo. still a lot of time. That's a lot of best time. Best case scenario, best case, he's pitching the first week in June. And my guess is we don't see him before at least the middle of June. He could be activated May 29th is the right. official so day. The, wow. So but he's not getting activated that, that day. to get activated. Right. It's, it's he's not guard, getting activated. It's the May Guardians. 29th. They 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 be putting training yeah. wheels on. Yeah. Especially with him, he's slight. He's young. They're not gonna. We'll see him in the middle of June probably. So now you got two months with no McKenzie already. Now Savali, who you know had 15 day disabled. He's fifth, he's out. He's missing three starts, mm-hmm. so it's a little bit of a concern. We, I was already a little worried about the starting rotation, but they continue to play well. They're going to be relying very very heavily on Bieber. He's got to pitch great every time out. He did yesterday to settle down against that you know Yankee lineup that's that's pretty good. Gaddis, uh, we need Gaddis to step up. He pitched well. Gaddis's last start. We like we need him to step. The big yeah. fella got to step up and and listen. I ask again. I've been pounding the table. Yeah. When, when is one of these young thoroughbreds going to come up here? Like we might if if we if they continue to pitch well because yeah. because Bybee was almost throwing no hit baseball. He, was the pitch, other week. he pitched great in his first start for Columbus. I texted Zach Meisel yesterday. I was like, when I saw the Savali news, I said, they calling up Bybee. We're going to see Bybee pitch. And he goes, man, you were obsessed with Bybee. I am too. <laughs> what are you talking about? The Let's guy, go. The, the kid is nice. What do you mean? Uh, Zach said that he thinks the uh, whoever they called up yesterday. I can't think of his name. Uh, I got to look it up. Whoever they, the, the guy the Guardians called up yesterday um, that he may start, but he thinks there's a chance it'll be Bybee. He's only made one start above Double A. It's kind of tough, but, but he's got nasty stuff. He had he pitched real. I think he had seven strikeouts in five innings. In his first start for Columbus, didn't give up any runs, only four or five base runners. We'll see. But uh, overall, the Guardians are playing well. Uh, they have moved uh, Andre Semenes up the lineup, which I think we all like to see. Josh Bell had another bad game. I, again, you got to be patient. This is baseball. I get it. Everybody's getting antsy because that was the big free agent pickup. I ain't say nothing about Josh you t- Bell. You texted in our text chain. You're like, everybody was getting on Watson after six games. Well, <laughs> essentially, Josh Bell has played the equivalent of one football game. Okay. Right? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because six games in the NFL is like 60 games in, in Major League Baseball. I told you, I'm going I'm to give everybody to Memorial Day. Yeah. Don't mean I'm going to give you the Memorial now, Day uh, in the chat. We need in more from chat. Josh Bell. Josh <laughs> Bell's been off. In the chat, that's different. He's, he's struggling. He is beyond he's super. Struggling. He's, he's back like 07, oh, 079. He's yeah, struggling. there you go. Hey, listen. He's, I'll take just one bat, Josh. I don't need six bats. He, he's Give me pull, one and get he, some hits. He's pulling off the ball. He's not he driving like, the ball. He's a mess. He does not drive in the ball hard no. anywhere to anywhere. He has no confidence he in the play. What's that, Brad? Slot to the fifth slot yesterday. to the sixth slot. Yeah, go ahead. He went to the fourth slot. Yeah. Fifth slot. Six slot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not trending very no, well. No, 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 no. Go ahead, Mike. Who said yesterday about Bell that he looks like he's batting the wrong way? <laughs> so, no, somebody That said, was the meanest thing so, I've ever heard. I, I, think, I, think, it was, that, I no? think it was Jason Lloyd. He said he looked like he's batting the wrong way yeah, he's no, a matter, no matter which side of the plate he's on. So he got his hand switched. Yeah. <laughs> That's so disrespectful. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> 
I think he said it on the show, but whatever. That was he's, that was he's, he's he's grounding out weekly, um, weekly to the pitcher. I mean, he's just dribbled down the down the first baseline. I, I mean, hopefully he gets there. But I will say this though, um, they continue to find a way to win. I tell you what, I think the Twins are gonna be there all year. Really? I think the Twins Listen, are gonna be I, there all year. I think the Twins are pretty good. I picked them to finish second and make the wild card. But the Guardians are still the best team, yeah. and they did what they do. The sacrifice flies. The run. What they have five stolen bases in the game last night. Oh, they they run the bases. Go ahead, Mike. Is it? Was well, it five? I, I wanted to ask about the stolen bases and yeah. the home runs because we we talked about the Guardians expecting Steve gave one eighty four. Boy, Will one. Brennan had another RBI yesterday. My guy. By the way, Mike Zanino. I'm not. This is not a joke. Mike Zanino already has more doubles than Austin Hedges had all of last year. That's he crazy. did already. That's it's crazy. true. And Zanino had three of the four That's hits yesterday. Crazy. Yeah. The Guardians won through seven hitters yesterday. Nothing. Zero combined hits. Yeah. That's why I said it was a game that I mean, on paper yeah. you don't think they win. They won it. That's true. No hits from one Zero through seven. hits through their yeah. one through seven hitters. And Steve, pull up the graphic, 184 real quick. I just want you guys to take a quick snapshot of this. Through 11 games now, this is where the Guardians rank in Major League Baseball. They lead the league in stolen bases. <laughs> they're dead last in home runs. And they're right in the middle of batting average and RBIs. <laughs> G. Bush, this is what you've alluded to every time we've talked. Yeah. Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> nothing yeah. seems to change. They've they ad- uh, addressed the, the lineup, and it's early, but the numbers would, are still exactly. I would. I would hate. Be. I would hate to play the Guardians. Yeah. Because you you can theoretically play the Guardians and come away feeling good about every every single game. You're like, how did we lose? Yeah. We <laughs> hit home runs. They didn't hit any home runs. They yes. only had like four stolen. They had like four hits the whole game. And they won three to two. Play, playing the Guardians it's is terrible. like you're in a fight, okay, with weapons, and you have a knife, and the other guy has a piece of paper, and he's going, <laughs> and you death by a thousand cuts, and you bleed out in the middle of the street. Yes, all you're of like, a sudden, How? I'm like, I got the knife. I'm gonna kill you, obviously, but then I'm dead. You're, you're just all and of I'm a sudden, dead. that's what it's like playing the Guardians. You're like. Outside of Ramirez, you look at the rest of the lineup and say, eh, what are the, who are these, these guys? guys. Yeah, yeah. Single. They do all the little things. Uh, uh, you know, nobody can bunt anymore. But they, besides that, they do all these. They, they are so good on the bases. That they even, steal, they even slide good. They even slide yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, who, who practice sliding nowadays? Yeah. They're they like, do, yeah, move your body while you slide. They right do over here. all the little things I'm well. Safe. The power will come. Listen, we know the Guardians are not going to be a great home running team. We know that. No. We need them to get to the middle of the pack. I think they can. It's been a slow start with the power, and they're going to need it. Uh, but it's good that, you know, the batting average, in, in uh, three days, they could be 10th. I just was giving you a snapshot. Yeah, I know. But by the way, tough I, tonight with Garrett Cole against them. By the way, I, like, I, I disagree with Jason. I don't know why I saw at Washington. And I got extremely excited. I was like, "Ooh, the Nationals! We don't see them." Oh, they I, suck. I know they're terrible, but I get to yeah. see the, I get to see the Guardians play like other teams. I love yeah. interleague play for some reason. I don't know why. No, I do too. And and uh, by the way, um, part of the reason the Guardians haven't hit home runs, Seattle is is not a is a pitcher's park. Oakland, which is a dump, is a pitcher's park also. Yeah. Now they don't have any pitching, but. Uh, and Cleveland's been cold, so the ball hasn't really traveled that well. How do you? So this is a question. This is the outside fans. This yeah. is this is fringe guys. Yeah. When you create a ballpark, who literally says, "Hey, I, I need I need center field to be th- I need center center field to be four twenty five. Yeah. I need left field to be three ten, so everybody can hit home runs like right. the Yankee Stadium. Like so so. Who's creating these rules? I don't know who the specific person on the team is. And I, can you make it anything? Uh, within reason, I guess. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. there are guidelines you have to fit within Jeep, but yeah, like I think as well, long yeah, as you can't have a 200 foot. Well, no, but I think fence, as long but... as it's 300 feet, you could have any dimension. You can make your walls as high as you want. Yeah, you know, if you wanted, that's the great if you thing about a baseball. Foot center field. That's why not? crazy. That's one of the great things about baseball is the field. Every field is different, unlike basketball and hockey yeah, and football, which is... where the field's exactly the same. Which is strange. It's like, very strange. How do you? How can you just wake up and be like, "Yeah"? Well, and some ten. of it, some of it, is weather, right? Like, or or in Colorado, the ball travels because the light air. Well, go and, to, go to go, Boston. Go to Wrigley Field when the wind's blowing out versus the wind blowing in. It's like two completely different ballparks. So, so why don't you do this based on your how much money you make or how much assets you got as a as a uh, as an owner? Yeah. You say, all right. 
signing major league top-notch pitchers is very expensive. So here's what we're going to do. We're putting a wall in left field. It's going to be bigger than the Green Monster. And every every dimension is 400 feet. Nobody's hitting the ball out of here. We're going to play with double-A pitchers, and we're going to keep everything in front of us and play defense. Yeah, but you can't. No hitter would want to go <clears> there. You don't. Who cares? You just play like the Guardians. Singles. Wait, like you be able, if you think the Guardians have a hard time signing free agents, imagine trying to get Josh I, Bell to go to a park with 70-foot walls you, across the outfield. You still got to score to win. I, I'm, I'm using yeah, do that, small ball. Yeah, but like you look at Colorado, for example. Like they, you know, everybody thinks their fences are short because uh, because there's so many home runs. Although that number has changed. Yeah, actually, it, they don't hit home runs there like they used to. But they had deep fences, but the ball would just carry. So. I mean, you want a green monster all the way around the field? No, no, no home I'm runs? That's bad for business. Hey, I want to. Chicks <laughs> take the long ball. Don't hey, you know that? Yeah. I, listen, if I ain't paying nobody, I got to create people. We got to go play in this this green. Everything is a green wall. Yeah, but if I if I don't have to pay the pitchers, I got a bunch of scrubby pitchers. Everybody's hitting a double off the wall. Double, 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 double. Hey, man, this will take a long time for you to win. Them doubles. <laughs> leaving people's. I'm just saying, it's yeah. weird that there is no, there's no council that says no. We're not gonna let you put that up. We, you Last well, night, I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm surprised that it's gone this far, right? There should really be some uniformity to it, right? So like, no, I, no. Like the I love it. I like the difference. I love it the way it is, but I do love all the new rules. Is everybody enjoying the new rules? Love them. So far, so good. I've been love watching the new rules. The I'm, game has better pace. Well, I've, I've watched wait, every I'm, game. I'm waiting to see on this on this on this pitch count on this pitch clock. How many pitchers end up on the IR? Yeah, people have it's, been, I, I don't know that the numbers are any different from last year. I got to look into that more. Numbers of what? Yeah. Have there been more pitchers that have gotten hurt so far this year? I think it's too early to yeah, tell. Yeah, I think it's too I think, early to But tell. after a month, we'll have comparable yeah, data, I'm not but buying after that a week and a half. I'm not buying that it's because of the pitch clock. I, and, and they've rolled out this bull. If yeah. you're on the internet, if you're watching on YouTube, they've rolled out the, the, the baseball games. And I'm not sure because they're doing this because of the Bally's thing and not yeah. being able to watch. Yeah. But you can watch a baseball game. Oh, you can watch game. the Guardians on the app now? You can watch, no, you can watch the Guardians, like, their highlights of the game. Oh, the right. highlights. Ten minutes. you got to be able to watch it on the app, though. We uh, that, That's got to be fixed. they yeah. they got to do a better job getting baseball more accessible to average fans. Mikey, go ahead. It is 12.30 on the dot, which is the perfect time to remind you guys it is the lunch hour of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, sponsored by Colleague Racing, the official NASCAR team of Northeast Ohio. And while we are on the topic of promotional events, let's tell you guys about memberships, because memberships are a great present and an exclusive club to be a part of. For just a buck ninety-nine a month, you get loyalty badges, custom emojis, members-only community posts, for the $4.99 a month tier, that is the coaches tier, you get everything in starters tier, plus overtime videos, member shout-outs, discount codes for merch. You can text with Jason and other select members of the UCSS panel throughout the show for select Cavs, Guardians games, and more. It is the big baller tier. Bull, I don't know the, question to your, the answer to your question. I'm talking. I don't have three hands to text you back. <laughs> So I can't mm. answer your text and talk in the microphone at the same time. <laughs> but we are now here to promote yeah. what we are doing this weekend, the yes. Greeny Card Show that? card event that we're, we're going to be, be a part there. of. Well, we're we, it's going on starting Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, Jeremy Levine is here. I, I'm sorry. I don't know your name. Steve Greenberg. I, yeah, I was not prepared. I it's told okay. Jeremy Levine was going to be out with us. <laughs> Jeremy, how are you? Steve, Steve. Are, you, are you the big man in charge of I, this I, weekend? Cole. Co. Co, co, co big co. man in charge. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, but uh, Steve Greenberg from Greeny Sports Cards, and yes. yeah, we're gonna do this big show in Independence. Well, we're this excited awesome. to be a part of it. This it's awesome. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. What are the hours for all three days? So Friday is like a VIP preview, so people, customers can come in 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Okay. Yeah. Saturday it's 10 to 6, and Sunday 10 to 4. Okay, and we we are gonna be there's gonna be panels. A lot of different media, media members from all the all different walks. media outlets co-mingling. This is like a first. Hey, listen, I'm going to tell you, that's the biggest thing you've done. Do you know how difficult it is to get all, all of the different entities together? This is crazy. I don't know how you did it. I don't know the guy. That you, I don't know if you threatened somebody uh -huh. or you have incriminating photos, but this is awesome yeah. because yeah. we've never... 
I've, now, I haven't yeah. had this before. Now, I'm not going to talk to any of the sports guys from the other stations. And that's okay. I'm just kidding. That's I'm just kidding. In, interview the, the I'm joking. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. but, yes, it's great that everybody's kind of mixing yeah, in together. Yeah, we, we came up with this idea. I, I do sports cards. Okay. Yeah. Jeremy does advertising and, yeah. you know, the, the radio, TV, print. Yeah. And we merged it together to have all walks of sports. I yes. mean, people love sports in general, whether it's cards, mm -hmm. listening to you guys talk, yes. reading the newspapers, and... I mean, it's a perfect compliment for everything. Let's yeah. get down to some real questions. Here. Yes, sir. I, I got a, I got a Jordan rookie. Card. I bet you do. You are not worth as no, much no, in yeah, general. No, no, they are. No, no, they are. They are. I got a well, Jordan especially the, the guy that he may know. Jordan. In, yes, yes, in yes. mint condition. Uh, yeah. Yes. I'm yes. lying. I'm lying. I don't have it. I know. And when they were floating in front of me, I was like, "Don't want the damn cards. Get out of here." Now, look. I will say this though. I'm mad. I ain't grabbed the cards. What's that Jordan rookie worth? Signed. Si well, yeah, signed is is really good, but th there's different degrees of of what they're worth depending on the condition. Right, sure. But I mean, it See, can I be <laughs> in the thousands to hundred thousand. Wow. If it's in the the perfect so. ten, yeah. I might be breaking into Brad's house later. Uh, well, no, look, <laughs> I don't have it. I, I said I don't, yeah. I do. yeah. I don't have it. <laughs> See, I was looking. At, this card show came up. Now, me, I'm kind of a little a little bit of a strange guy. Like, I was like. So do you have Pokemon trading cards? There, there? will be. Oh, my son oh, wow. is into that. There he's, will he's be. There will be listen. Pokemon. There'll be Magic the Gathering that's cards. Oh, that's Man. huge. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh cards. This year. Yu-Gi-Oh. How many people, wrestling. How many people you expected? We're, we're hoping that several thousand people make the trip down and, and check us out. It is a very fun hobby. Yeah. You know, so for some people, it's big business, obviously. But it's a fun hobby. I know when I was a kid, like, baseball cards were it. Absolutely. When, and I loved football, but... When I, 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 you know, you'll tell me if it's changed. When I was a kid, nobody cared about football cards. Nobody cared about bat. I didn't even know if there were basketball cards. Baseball cards were it. Yeah. That yeah. we traded them. We played games with them. Flipped them. We did every, everything. But a buddy of mine who's who's actually produces my podcast. He's a big collector, and he tells me football cards are really worth a lot now. Is, is baseball yeah. still number one though? Even though they football is the most popular sport. <laughs> It's it's kind of hit or miss. Like they make more baseball, right? right, right. Um, but yeah, football and basketball are wildly popular. I mean, basketball is all over the country. I mean, yeah. you know, we do a lot of internet business and we're shipping cards to Europe. You know, wow. yeah, oh yeah. I mean, yeah. There's, so I mean, basketball is worldwide, and obviously the other sports are too. But basketball is really collected. Yeah, worldwide. there's here's a, so what's, what's the what are the steps for when you if you're collecting cards? What is it that people who are interested in really you know not just collect them to have them. You got something to collect them for the, 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 the monetary side yeah, of it, right? Absolutely. There's, again, different reasons. I mean, you collect them because you like the teams or, you know, you'd open packs of cards with your dad as you were a kid and you collect the, the, the Indians, yeah. now the Guardians yeah. cards. But investment you get that too. disgusting piece of gum. You do. Do they you still did. sell the packs with the they gross do. gum? They do not. The gum is gone. The gum is gone. That was for those who but don't know. But I'll bring you a pack <laughs> with gum from, from the 80s. I'll, I'll bring you a pack. I would like it. Yeah, I, I feel like I need Absolutely. to try that gum. And Absolutely. See if it's as, we'll as that. awful as I remember yeah, it being. We'll, bring, we'll have some there. Do they, do, you know. You remember the gum? I, I, remember, I remember that gum yeah. and Big League Chew. Yeah. Now, Big My League son's Chew. got Big League Chew at home right now. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> see, I'm a little more of the, the younger generation. Yeah. When you talk about the, see, back then, we used to have the Beckett, right? Yep, still and, there. So the Beckett used to come out. And you used to get these cards. You used to think, every, see, everybody think they got a dope card until they realize that it's a it's a side car. You'd be like, this is really not a Don Russ. This is not really a top, you know, flare or there's not. It's like one right. of them like generic cards, right? And then so they bring it to you. And you're like, well, no, 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 this, this is generic. Do people bring you their individual cards and be like, oh, hey, yeah, what do you think this is worth? Yeah, we, we do that. We appraise cards, I guess yeah. what you call them. Um, but yeah, it, it, you're saying cards that, that may be fake. Michael Jordan's card, rookie card is probably one of the most oh, fake cards out there. That. Yeah. Now let me ask you this, Steve. Yeah. yeah. There is. So yeah. I know that. It, oh, I don't know if this is still the case. <laughs> there used to be a thing where, like, mistake cards were worth a lot with baseball. Yeah. Or you had the Billy Bean. Uh, not Billy Ripken. Bean, Billy Ripken had oh, that. Yeah. We can't say it on the air. What it said yeah. on the bottom of his hat. <laughs> Wasn't there like a Bump Wills card on the wrong team? You remember Bump Wills, yeah. Rory Wills? Kid? Yeah. And, I mean, they're errors. They, okay. they correct them or they don't. Now yeah. I have a very unique. Look at him. Look at that transition. Look at that transition. I have. I have. I have. I 
Radio Transition. I have a 1999 card of me as the play-by-play man of the Batavia Muck Dogs with misspelling of my last name. How much is that worth? Well, we can look that up. I mean, there's got to <laughs> be. The you nice. can find everything that's on the internet. Nice I'd nice say I'm, I'm not yeah. selling people. That's the nicest spot. I can look that up. Was the picture for that card taken when you were calling the game from the toilet? Uh, no, mm. I was not on the toilet at th- that time. I was standing there with my Muck Dogs jersey and a bat, actually. Yeah. And they misspelled my la- name somehow. Both? Uh, no, yeah, well, they were using <laughs> my last name at the time. Uh, so let's talk about the panels and everything yes. that's going on with that. Because in addition to the cards, which obviously tons of people coming out for that, a lot of people also want to come out to see all the sports people in town. So we're we're building a theater much like this where there'll be panels and there will be, you know, the the media broadcasts. And then we have, like, college players and coaches coming in. That's cool. Who's coming in? in? Uh, So from Kent State, we have Malik Jacobs and Chris Payton. They're on the basketball team. They just made the NCAA tournament. Uh, their coach, Rob Senderhoff, will be there. And then the new Kent State coach, Kenny Burns, will be there. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're going to have some people representing Cleveland State are going to be there. Yep. Okay. Um, we have some minor league teams like the Monsters, okay. uh, Charge, Captains. the Captains. Yep. Uh, we have the Cleveland Crunch. There's going to be six to eight players from their soccer team. Okay, nice. Yep. Um, Saturday, Slider will be there. Okay. Yeah. They, so, they can the kids pay to punch card. slider? That is your rookie. No, yeah, you can't touch no, slider. You can't beat up slider. No. No, that's you unacceptable. You know, yeah, and then the, the striker team that that gets on top of the dugout, they'll okay. be there. Very good. Um, we're hoping and, that a couple other random mascots are walking around. Yeah. And, yeah. What time will our panel be? I can't remember now off the top of my head. Do you know, Jeremy? I think it's eleven, right? Yeah, okay. I think about eleven. So who's on our panel? It's me, G. And Mikey and I think Jonathan Peterlin, right, is going to yeah. be on our panel too. So yeah. we're excited about that. Jeremy is your partner. Yeah. Obviously, I know Jeremy. We work together at the radio station. I knew his dad very well. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about your dad lately. I mentioned him yesterday. Uh, and because Les, he would obviously enjoy these uh. this Guardians team oh, yeah. and this event. He was a massive baseball fan. Did you know Les? Well, I did. Um, yeah. Couldn't say. My, my dad was in radio for a long time. Oh, okay. And, and Jeremy and I grew up on the same street oh, in Cleveland Nights, and yeah. you know Les and my dad were friends. And yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, we miss him. We yeah. miss him. I, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I sure. worked with Les. Pro a guys, long time. you got coming? More college guys. More college guys. And, well, the Crunch professional team, okay. mm-hmm. but yeah. but yeah, it's more more of a college. You know, we we want players that'll walk around and mingle with the kids and the and you know, right, right, right. Yeah, and. Yeah, that's a, uh, G was asking you about the Pokemon cards, which yeah, oh yeah. those are huge, right? Absolutely. Because my son and all his friends are into it. They're always trading. He's like, I got a schlick. I don't even know the language. It's a foreign language. You know the language. I think they, got call it, it, I, they call it a deck. I got it. I okay. got a Jigglypuff, right? And I'm gonna say, <laughs> or I got that it. Sounds made up. Or I yeah. got a, a Chio dude. Or I got a, 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 a Charizard. Uh, Isn't there a, yeah. big, a Charizard? Isn't Charizard. there a big? My son was Cyrex. trying to explain this to me that there's a Scyther. Like, there's a lot of uh, um, fraud on that market, right? There is. That, yes. You have yeah. to be careful with that. If anything can be faked, whether yeah. it's a watch, uh, shoes, sure. cards. Yeah, I mean, that's the big thing you got to look out for. And then yeah. there's grading companies that will authenticate the cards. And, yeah. you know, how is a card faked? I mean, you just get a printer out there and this is the event. If your kid is into collectibles, it's baseball, football, yeah. basketball, Charizard, D and D. It does not matter. This is the event. This is where you get the real thing. You don't have to worry about any fake nonsense. That's how, you buy on the internet. You don't know what the hell you're doing. True. Yeah. So you go to this event. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a lot of fun. You meet people. You meet yeah. athletes. You're gonna meet all of us. Everybody's gonna be out there. A lot of hosts from the fan. A lot of hosts from ESPN A50. Zach Meisel's gonna be there. I know. We're going to be there. It's going to be a great event. We're excited to be part of yeah. it. Anything else that we haven't mentioned that you'd like to tell us about? So, yeah, I mean, as far as all the marketing and promotions that yeah. we're doing, one really cool thing that's going to be on Friday, won't be at the show, but the Terminal Tower is going to light up green for us oh, on awesome. Friday oh, wow. and nice. commemorating the, the Great Lakes Collectors Convention. It's so going to be a great neat. event. Again, give us yeah. the, for those who don't may not remember, give us the uh, – Location and the hours again for the three so it's, days. It's at the Independence Field House, which is attached to Independence High School. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right off of Rockside yeah, Road, right halfway here. between Cleveland and Akron. That's the baseball fields. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So Friday, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. 
Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sunday, 10 to 4 p.m. Are you Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Yeah. Friday, Saturday, what's Sunday. A, what's a what's a Caitlin Clark car gonna be worth? <sighs> Depends how well he plays. No, no, Caitlin Clark. Oh, Caitlin Clark. <laughs> uh, well, when she makes it, yeah. oh, I mean, I mean, she did pretty well in the in yeah. the tournament. Yeah. Is there a market for there, any there women's sports cards? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. WNBA cards, yeah, yeah. Are, are huge. I gotta, I yeah. gotta, I gotta tell my mom to bring my. See, I got a Joey Bell card, and it says Joey, uh, not, oh, Albert. No, not Albert. Yeah. And I do have a Kobe Bryant rookie card. Kobe Bryant's, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. looked it up. It's, it's medium. It ain't no Jordan. It ain't no Jordan. Like, see, the Jordan cards is ridiculous. I got it, you know, and, uh, and I do have a Magic Johnson rookie card. What is the hot? Some, somebody was telling me that J that Josh Allen is a hot card right Absolutely. now. Is that true? Anybody that's popular in every sport is hot. Yeah. Yep. So what is the, the quarterbacks, of course. What is the hottest card? Is it Mahomes? Is it, like, it Mahomes in football? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, baseball, Adley Rushman's big right now. You know, it's the young guys. People the young know. guys. Yeah, Otani's yeah, huge, of course. Yeah, but even the, the old, like Kobe cards sell all the time. Yeah, Jordan cards, LeBron. Yeah, I mean they're, they're big. Is it worth selling it or just keeping it? That's I mean, do, do, that's do, what do, it means do, yeah. do, do cards all do, so do great players always appreciate? It? Is it like a house or an asset? It, 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 they should, unless. You know, if they're still alive, they do something that well, get, get, brings yeah, them down. Right, right. Give but, me yeah. to the one. Yeah, the O.J. Simpson cards probably aren't worth that much. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, appreciate it. Actually, that might Although be maybe not, money, uh, right? He does have a cult following. He does have the, yeah, yeah, yeah. but at the end, yeah. Yeah, so tell me the, the, the cards that were, that end up being worth an extreme amount of money. Rookies. How do they appreciate to that level? <sighs> it, it's. What drives it? You know, the, the buyers drive it. If you go on the internet or you go to these shows, yeah. it's supply and demand. Right. If people are buying up every one of Adley Rushman's rookie cards, that's going to drive the prices up. Right. So yeah, it's just so simple market market that's supply it. and demand. That's it. Um, and obviously their performance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, this, this is hey, this is this is the funnest event that I'm actually looking forward. It's going to be so much fun this weekend. Everybody come out. Go Saturday, go Sunday. We'll be there Sunday morning. So, you know, but if you can't make it Sunday, go Saturday. We're Have also fun. giving away free tickets. Yes. If you go to WKYC.com slash contest, we are giving away a four-pack of VIP passes. Four VIP passes plus 20 general admission tickets throughout the weekend. WKYC.com slash contest. Come hang out with us. Steve, I got one more question for you real quick. Sure. And it's kind of off. By the way, real quick, before you ask the question to Steve, it, are, are the are we announcing the winners on Friday or are we just giving them away? And You know, I Mac upstairs runs the contest. Oh, okay. I have no idea how right. it works. It's a yeah. whole legal thing. I wish I knew better. Gotcha. Um, Steve, when NFTs got hot and like NBA top shots last year mm -hmm. or during COVID. Yeah. I, first of all, I don't understand NFTs and really how they work, and I'm, I'm not into that world. So how, how did that affect the actual card game market? See, I didn't get into a lot of NFTs, but it's mm. basically on performance. And I, I know it was something with the supply and demand. They didn't make nearly as many. Right. You know? And Yeah. Yeah. Are kids still buying packs of cards individually? Oh, yeah. And there'll be a lot of that at the show. There'll be a okay. lot of packs. They do things where breaks, where there's like, 20 packs in the box. You may not want to buy the entire box yourself, right. but 20 different people will buy packs yeah. and they'll split mm -hmm. them. Right, right, right. That's like that, uh, them digital. It's gambling. Yeah. Like Madden is huge. Like Madden, the only reason Madden is cool anymore is because they sell digital packs. These digital packs of cards you buy to use in a game. Mm. That's the whole game now. Like the whole digital. Yep. I'm not buying no digital cards. Ugh, man, I'm having flashbacks in my childhood of buying baseball. I still have a ton of baseball cards. My son and I, I have some in a book that are taken care of nicely, sure. some some good rookies and old stuff. But I would never sell them because they they mean something to me. But I have a a box of cards that I need to go through. My son and I started a project of organizing them, but we never got through it. So eventually we will. But I can't wait. This is going to be a great event again this weekend in Independence. It's yes, going to be awesome. Steve, thanks for coming good. down. Thanks right, for having man. us. Thank you. And, and if you guys want to hang out to the end of the show for, for another twelve minutes, if you'd like, yeah, that'd be great. All right, let's, uh, what, what do you got for us, Mikey? Uh, I got to remind everyone that Call of Racing is the official sponsor of the lunch hour of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. It is also the official NASCAR team of Northeast Ohio. 
If you are just tuning in, I'll give you the details on the event one more time. The Great Lakes Collectors Convention, presented by Greeny Sports Card, is taking over the Fieldhouse in Independence, Ohio, from April 14th through the 16th. It's where the passions of sports fans, collectors, and sports talk enthusiasts collide. 50,000 square feet of ball card bliss, hundreds of display tables, card shop live theater with interactive appearances from some of the region's most notable sports media members, including Bull, G, I'm not notable, but myself, John becoming DePito, notable. the other guys from the fan and ESPN. Great cards, great location, great show. Tickets are on sale now at greenysportscards.com. And as I mentioned, head to wkyc.com slash contest to try and win some free tickets. <laughs> We're giving out 24 free tickets in total. So make sure you check nice. it out. I'm really excited. Just it's going to be a fun weekend. It's going to be a lot of It's going to be a great weekend. Did your mom just... My text mom, you about uh, my, cards. My, my mom just texts me. I don't know if you can see this. <laughs> she says, uh, "Just read it. We can't read it off your phone." You I got Jordan's rookie card. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, "So you got Jordan's rookie card?" Listen, hey, everybody. I, listen, mom. I don't know Michael Jordan. Brad already told me, "Don't even ask. Get away from him. Get away from him. He ain't getting it done. You're gonna have to deal with that on your own." I didn't say that. <laughs> By the that's way, your, that's your son saying that. By the way, I did not say that. Brad. I did not say that. Don't you try to do no, in, in your mess hey, over here. Because you're going to try to go over there and get the card. I know what you're trying to try to do. I, do not, I, I, just, I just sat over here. I ain't want no problem. Brad, I mentioned this yesterday, but I was curious your opinion on this because uh, you weren't here yesterday, obviously. I went to see the movie Air. Mm -hmm. Have you heard about this? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, for those who don't know, it's the story of Jordan signing with Nike. With Nike. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know if you're planning on seeing it, but an interesting choice they made in the movie um, was that Michael Jordan, nobody really played him in the movie. Okay. He, 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 the character that was Michael Jordan, you never saw his face. Okay. You only see the back of his head. It's really the mom and dad are in there. And the mom, according to the movie, it was basically his mom Same. that got him the deal. Okay. That she was like, that that Nike offered 250k, yeah. and that what's his name, Sonny Sonny uh, Vaccaro. Sonny Vaccaro loved Michael, knew he was going to be the best, and he won over the mom. But that what put it over the top was that Michael's mom said to Sonny, "You got to give us a cut of the profits," and that that was never done before this, and that my and that she was the one who changed the game. I don't know if you know that, but is well, that, is I, that I, true? I, this, I, this is what, what I remember. Yeah. Uh, so Michael was enamored with Adidas. Right. And so yes. he was Adidas guy, going to be Adidas, Adidas, Adidas all yeah. the way through. But the mom made him meet and with then Nike, right? somehow David Falk and uh, ProServe, which was his agency, yeah. got involved in this Nike thing, right? And the next thing I knew, it was they were coming up with this, this shtick now. I don't know his mom was behind it like that. Yeah, I mean, right? I, who knows if it's true? Right. It's a movie, it but it like that. But uh, you have to remember when those shoes hit. The one thing I remember, they were the most iconic because people had never seen. You know, you either played in white shoes or right, you were, right. You were in Boston and played well, in black shoes, right? You know what they said in the movie? Again, yeah. I don't know if this is true. So in the movie, they're creating the shoe, mm -hmm. the the Air Jordan, mm -hmm. the first one, and. At first, the design was like they wanted to have a lot of red in it, obviously. Right. And one of the guys there said, in the NBA, you can't have – it has to be mostly white, the shoe. Right. That's what they said in the right. movie. Right, And he – and then um, Sonny's idea was, we're going to make them red, and we're going to pay the fine for Michael that's how for every game. That's how it started. Did that happen? Then they came with the white version. The yeah. The white version. Yeah. And then they had a clip on – he was on Letterman. I saw this last night. He was on yeah. Letterman. And uh, who Michael was? Yes, he was okay. on Letterman yeah. have, and, and he was interviewing him about these shoes. Yeah. And he was like, I know they're ugly, right? That's what he said. That's what Mike <laughs> said I was mom. He said, they're, <laughs> they're ugly, right? And then they were like, the Letterman said, Yeah. Uh, you know, he said, why do you say they're ugly? He said, because, you know, you got mainly black and, yeah. and black and what, red in them. He yeah. said, yeah. He said, and that's what Michael said, right? Yeah. Letterman comes back and said, Kind of like the NBA, mainly black. I will say this. Letterman was funny as hell back in the day. <laughs> Jordan said Jordan said that the, the Jordan ones, right? The uh, ones is, is uncomfortable as oh, hell. Oh, no, hold on. I was going to get to that. Yeah. yeah. So those shoes came out. They were the freakiest thing because everybody wanted them because you had never seen a shoe look like this. Right, right, right. right. So you go out and buy those shoes, right? And they were the most uncomfortable shoes 
ever. Really? Remember when he went back in the in the uh, near the time of his retirement and 45. played it, played in the, 55, 55, 55 yeah. in the garden in those in those original Air Jordans. But right? he was wearing 45. And I was like, here's a, right. And yeah. I was like this. Oh, this street got to be killing him. He they said, he, said he, he got they blisters. Were, they were it, awful. In the movie when they would just, again, this is the movie, so we don't know how true this is, but it seems like based on what you're saying, it's fairly accurate. Yeah. Uh, there's a scene where the guy in the, in who actually had, this, this, the real person actually died right before they started making the movie. But the guy who was the shoe designer for Nike, and by the way, in the movie, they make it seem as if, if Jordan had not agreed with Nike, that basically Nike would have been out of the, the basketball. Oh, they would have. Yeah. They, they had they had no traction to that. They I think Moses Malone was their biggest guy at the time before Michael, and obviously he wasn't making any kind of right. like Michael. But um, uh, he, so he when he was designing the shoe, he said to Sonny in the movie, he goes, "Do we want this to be comfortable or look great, or what, at least what he described as look great?" And he said, "It's got to look great. We don't really care how comfortable." The greatest it is. designer. So that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Greatest designer of all time, Tinker Hatfield. He, who 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 came up with the iconic Jordans like when he was in he's really the guy I think Tinker Hatfield I think that was his name he yeah. died right before they That's, started making that is because I want to say who had the best shoe out on the market yeah Adidas had the best shoe out on the market it right was comfortable it yeah. was functional it did what it was supposed to do it was high line high level right and then Nike jumps in with this this crazy look. Yeah. And they got yeah. everybody swing on the look. And then, then, then they Bert, just made better product after that. Burton and Magic was Bert a Converse. Magic Converse. They were right? Converse. Both of them. They were awful. No, nah, those were yeah. trash. Uh, actually, I, I didn't realize that, that Nike eventually bought Converse. Because Converse at the time was much bigger. I didn't know they did that. Nope. Yeah, they said that in the movie. Converse was Dr. J to Converse. And and Doc, and right. And then it was Dr. J, J Magic, and, Magic and, and Bird. Bird. Right. When you look When you look at, at, at all time, that's why LeBron is great. I, listen, you know how I feel about LeBron, but there will no, there's no greater cultural, just just feats than Michael Jordan did with shoes. You got to think about it. Kids today are five years old. They go to the store nah. and they immediately know. Nah. I want Jordan. Here, let me let me tell you. Them something. is the hot joints. The funny thing is when we be kidding him about this thing. I, I watch this thing at Christmas time because my kids are involved in it, right? Because the latest stuff come out, they want the stuff. Mm -hmm. We're paying him crazy four times the amount of what they would cost back in the day for the same shoe that came out in 89, <laughs> yo, right? Yo, and it, it's the same freaking shoe yeah. with a little different twist on it. And you got and I like, you, and I like, and I like this kid laughing all the way to the bank. Oh, yeah. He laughing to Brad, the bank. You got well, four daughters and I'm sure at some point in time you man, had to drop that. Two oh, yeah. my God. Four there, times. Oh, my God. There's there still specific requests. I need yes. Jordan four Jordan three. I and need with it. the colors. I need the, I need the <laughs> off white color joints. Is the is there a cultural icon now or like to me when I think of cultural icon in sports icons in sports, I think of three guys Muhammad Ali, Jackie Robinson and Michael. Is there anybody else? I know. As we, as the as every generation, cultural icons, you get Jordan, who still stayed, yeah. Tiger Woods, who still stayed, Tiger, uh, okay. and you got. I, I wouldn't even see nobody in football. Maybe Tom Brady. Like cultural icons is if you go to if you go to Taiwan, and right. people pass out because you went to Taiwan and you're a grown American man. That Michael Jackson used to go to the yes. Philippines and grown Filipino man used to pass. Michael. Michael! Was that why they were passing out for Michael? <laughs> it's stupid. It's stupid. Hey, Brad, when you yeah. played, yeah. what kind of shoes did you prefer to wear? Like, when oh, you actually played, question. not necessarily style-wise, but what, what shoe was your go-to shoe when you played? Adidas. Uh, any specific model I mean, of Adidas? Brad got, so, he, so, Brad got so, Adidas so, on today. So there's, there, there are a couple things. If you're talking about, regardless of was I, whether I was getting paid or not, is that what you're asking? Yeah, you just yeah. had to pick based on what was the felt the best on your foot. Uh, it was Adidas, and then Adidas. It was Adidas to a point where right. then when Nike put that pressure on Adidas, you know Adidas fell off. Oh yeah, yeah. product went like uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. like hot garbage. They went to the running shoes and though, then, and then Nike took off from there. Right. So I used to wear a three quarter thing at Adidas, right? And so I, my first contract was with Adidas. I would have wear Adidas without a contract. Yeah, uh, because I wore them all through college at Ohio State. And they were just comfortable, and they were efficient. contract contract yeah. money good. And so contract money was all right. Brad, right? did you what but, size shoe do you wear? Um, now, yeah, sixteen. Well, what was it then? Fifteen. So did you, you want them a little tighter when you're playing, Brad? Did, I wear no. Did 15s you have to? Too. Did they have to make? They weren't making fifteens like 
commercially, were they? Like, did you? They yeah, had to the, make yeah, them they, specifically for you. No, they were. They were. Well, the two corner would ship them to you. You so. can right, get, right, you right. get so fifteen. No problem. I wear fourteen. Uh, but, but then you I could was, wear fifteens. They make a couple of. But them. then yeah. Nike came out. Then that's when Nike came out. So then I switched yeah. from Adidas, and then I was right. in, then I went to Reebok. I was playing under right. Reebok for a while, and then for three years, and then I went to Nike. But Nike came out with this this shoe that Barkley had. It was called the Air One Eighty. Yeah. And it was, uh, and I remember I checked in the game against Philadelphia. Crazy. So I mean, I'm game in Philadelphia. You had them so it's a, it's a free yeah. throw, right? And yeah. so, uh, so Barkley had these exclusive shoes, the Air 180s. I guess he thought they were exclusive, right? Yeah. So I checked this the game because he was at the Sixers. They were red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I checked in the game. I was playing with the uh, Pistons, red, white, blue. Yeah. And so I checked into the game and go to the free throw line, line up next to Barkley because the yeah. free throw being taken, and he looked down. He like. You, you got you, to? you got you got the Air 180s on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do. Hey, hey I guess they ain't exclusive, bro. <laughs> hey, what'd you, what'd you play when you played? Who? Huh? What'd you play when you hooped? Who me? Yeah. All Jays. What are you talking about? Pat Leathers. What do you mean? <laughs> He's offended by like, that. What question. do you mean? Like like or or the Flint, the gray the gray joints? Yeah, man. I, I played in Jays summer league. But by the way, let me, let me stop lying. Yeah. Because I had all the pennies, the Air pennies, and then. I remember, like, I told my parents Man, that, that guy I, was so big and then he flamed out. I told my parents that I was going to try to divorce them if they didn't get me them, them pennies that said air on the side. Oh, my God. I, it, <laughs> like, I told them, I said, listen, y'all don't get me these. You don't love me. You don't love me as a the person. Ones that, the ones with A-I-R written <laughs> oh, on the side. Oh, <laughs> the Lord. Listen, I got them and I wore them things. Oh, my. Like, and, and you, we got team shoes. See, at McKinley, we used to play basketball. They give you team shoes, so we used to get, like, a... A team shoe. One year we had some Jumpmans, but um, yes, yeah, so what? We had some Jumpmans. No, it's a didn't. difference between no, the Jordans no, and the Jumpmans. No, y'all didn't. Y'all had the it's low budget. The, the Jumpmans. <laughs> yeah, Jumpmans. Yeah. Price point is one ten. You're the low budget. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I don't support anything he does off the court, but the Kyrie Irvings are my favorite basketball shoe of all time. They're oh, really? the best basketball shoe he, I've ever played. They're great. Kyrie, why you mess? Why you oh, I mean, why you be messed up? Kyrie had a, so many colorways. I got three pairs. Kyrie, mm. shout out to him. We're out of time. <laughs> overtime coming up next. What are we talking about overtime? Anthony's producing it because I got to talk to our guys about the card show. So, Anthony Dwayne Haskins. Okay. Details. See you later. Mike, man, I, I wear fits. Send me some J's, dog. My-